0: Hi and welcome to the Simply Possibilities podcast. Um, I have started this podcast simply because um, the world's become incredibly complex, complicated, um, resorting to, uh, I don't know, trying to find solutions in ways and places that um, cost a lot of money, cost a lot of, cost a lot of um, nerves, create so much stress. Solutions should, solutions should be easy to find. That's how I look at life. Um, and, you know, the, com- the more complex the solutions um, are in the world, the more complex um, ways that we try to find them, Um, the more we seem to get stressed and things become incredibly convoluted. Um, And and I believe that we've created that for ourselves. We are the creators of our world. So if it's become complex, complicated, we're the ones who are basically responsible for that complexity, Uh, which means that we're also responsible to bring things back to the way they ought to be, and that is simple, uncomplicated, straightforward. Um, uh, and it's kind of like you know, it kind of like um, you know, when you, when you do find a solution to something, you say, Oh my god, it's so obvious. Uh, we make that, those kinds of comments, and um, and and that's the, that's the sort of thing that I'm really striving to help. Individuals, groups, people, whatever, organisations try to find those simple solutions just simply through asking smart questions, um, questions that uh, we've forgotten that we can actually ask. They're not the typical things, Um, and and yet they should be the typical kinds of questions. Um, You know, even, you know, we've, we've created a compliant world, for example, and compliance is something that, is not meant to be for people, it's meant to be for things. Um, and even that in itself is another topic that we can actually focus on. But today's today's focus, I would like to bring to a, a meme that I saw on LinkedIn today. And it simply said, if you want to build a great company, create an environment where someone can raise their hand and say, I disagree without any fear of victimization or termination. I totally empathize with that. I have been in so many places where that's the very thing that so many people um, do consider, do think about, you know, is my action or is my um, vocalization around something going to cause me to be uh, ostracized? Is it going to cause me to lose my job, lose my position, lose my pay, whatever it happens to be? Uh, I was, for example, in the police force and in many ways um, there are policies, procedures, systems set up for very, very good reasons. I can completely appreciate that. Uh, however, there, there, there are systems that aren't used to uh, the advantage of um, many people who feel that they need more control. So um, that's where bullying comes to, comes to mind. And I did experience that when I was a police officer. Um, So it it taught me a great deal. And, you know, even my own actions as someone who has bullied unintentionally, I suppose, um, just through not knowing any differently. Um, But Anyway, that's kind of beside the point. The point that I'm trying to make in terms of this, you know, being able to speak up, especially during this COVID time, um, that's something that really pressed or pushed a lot of buttons for me Um, and made me realise that I've actually got to speak up because I had learned for many decades just subtly here and there. And I was also rebelling against um, this thing called compliance. Um, comply, and then you'll be treated well. Comply, and you will be accepted into the community, into the masses, into the group. Uh, whether it's a business group or whether it's an educational group or whether it's a home group. So if you comply, then you're going to do well. If you don't comply, then you're not going to achieve. You're not going to succeed and you're not going to fit in. And I think for most people there is that desire to want to fit in. Um, Fitting in achieves very, very little, especially for ourselves. All it does is make us feel like we've um, I don't know, it's kind of like a medication. It's like we've taken a tablet and we feel okay for a minute and then we've got to do something else to comply yet again to fit in. So fitting in is not something that we should be striving for. in fact we should be striving for the truth. So the truth, you know, how do we make those changes in the workplace? what what do we need to do for the workplace, environment to change the culture to change um, well we can't wait for anyone else to do it for us we've actually got to start to do it ourselves because that culture started not in the workplace it actually started outside the workplace it started um you know way back when we're when we were kids it started um, with the, whatever religion was attached to us as being kids, if there was a religion or if there was no religion. Um, it started in the schoolyard. It started started in the schoolroom. It, um, it started with adults in our lives who were telling us to do this, don't do that, um, um, do as I say, not do as I do. Um, it started when we were watching television and we we're being told all the things that we should buy, all the things that we should do and, um, uh, you know, the the pol- politics that we should be following or not following and being told that really you've got no other options, you've only got the Liberal Party or the Labour Labor Party to to vote for really because no one else is big enough and strong enough to be able to 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 get in. So all these things we were told to do, not do, Um, on on the television screen for decades and decades we were being told and this was we were slowly absorbing this attitude of do in this way and you'll get this outcome don't do in this way and you won't get that outcome now this is simply a law it's a law of Entropy, a law of karma, if you want to call it anything. It works both ways for positive results as well as negative results. So we want if we want positive results, we've actually got to do what's right, the right thing, not what's right for us, but to do the right thing, sometimes it's gonna hurt. So we've still got to do it. Um Either way, we've got to make these changes for the workplace bullying, for the workplace ostracizing to change. We've got to start speaking up for ourselves to ourselves. Now, what do I mean by that? So if, for example, uh, when I wrote... uh, I responded to that particular meme in in LinkedIn, and and I made such a comment that, you know, very often we won't write a post or, you know, do a video, for example, or a reply or a comment, because it, at the back of our mind we're thinking you now: is this something that people are going to accept? Are people going to acknowledge this? Are people going to like what I've just said? Um, is this going to cause some kind of negative reaction? is this going to make me feel in the end that I'm not going to be fitting in? And So am I going to be responding so that I fit in or don't fit in? Um, and, you know, during this COVID period, that's precisely what I had learned and discovered is that very often I was doing things and writing things and saying things and um, responding in a certain way so that I could fit in, even if it was subtly so that people would accept me one way or another. Like, for example, this particular podcast, this particular episode, now this is the first of these particular episodes that I'm doing. Now I'm rambling and it's not my intention to. And I know that over time, these podcasts, these episodes will become clearer and clearer and more effective and whatever. Um, and I think that's, I'm, I'm leaving all this in so that all of you out there who may be having creating your own judgments around how I'm coming across, that that's okay. Um, acknowledge that. And because, so here again, I'm skipping across to another topic because I think that it's really, really important how many times, um, you know, we've... We've seen things on Instagram, on Facebook, people doing videos, and we think, oh, my God, they speak so well. I could never do that. Well, that's why we don't do it, because we expect ourselves to be perfect. Um, we expect that we um, need to do things in a certain way because it's acceptable as the right thing, the right way of uh, of coming across. Um, and I think it's really important that we do something regardless of, whether we're perfect. We don't have to be perfect. We're not made perfect. We're perfectly imperfect, as they say. We need to be able to accept that how we look is okay. It's perfectly fine. You know, that's who we are in so many ways. Um, and if we can be ourselves, come across uh, verbally, vocally, visually, even physiologically, Um, imperfect, it starts giving others the permission to do exactly the same as well. So you'll have your own tribe of people, your family, your close knit friends, your associates, your the people that you work with that you spend time with. Now, we pick up from each other, all these different um, nuances, all these different ways of behaving, um, that we consider and we have decided are acceptable. So why not start behaving in such a way so that those around us start believing that it's actually okay to not be perfect, to not do things correctly every time, that my hair doesn't have to be in place every time, that my face doesn't have to have perfect makeup. I don't even know how to do perfect makeup. So I've learned to live with that, and that's perfectly fine. Um, I I dressed before, you know, I was looking kind of like really slovenly before, and I thought I, I, I should come across, shouldn't come across like that. Um, I should dress in a certain way. Well, who said so? Um, who said that I should look professional? Who should said that I should look in a certain way or sound a certain way? Um, come across in a certain way who said this what rules who made these rules up who decided that we should behave in a certain way that we should um, talk in a certain way um, that we should dress in a certain way that our faces should look a certain way who made these dumb rules up and you know it doesn't matter who it was why they did it I personally think it was unconscious for most. Um, we've all contributed in some way into making this a reality for us all. We now can take responsibility and make changes to that. Make it so that, make it so that you know we it, it is acceptable to be imperfect. It is acceptable to make mistakes we need to learn from those mistakes because there's nothing worse than making a mistake and doing it again and again and again because as einstein has said if you keep if you keep um, doing things that you've always done you'll always get the same result so it's kind of like pointless and um um doing doing the same thing over and over really, without expecting a different end result um, is kind of like, you know, it really is insanity and why are we why are we doing things that make us feel insane and seem insane? Uh, it's no wonder that people experience depression, etc, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. So my whole point about this is, Start looking at the different parts of life, your own life, where your thoughts judge you. So, my thoughts, I judge myself, regardless of whether I've learned it from someone else or not. So, now start becoming aware. So, great people, great leaders people who take responsibility for their lives, they have a deeper sense of awareness, internal awareness. They are aware of what's going on inside their minds and they do something about it. Now, that what they, what they aim to do is to do the right thing again, is how do I treat myself? What's the right way of treating myself? Because if I treat myself well, I will treat others well. If I lie, if I deceive myself, I will deceive others. By not putting my hand up and saying I disagree with something, I'm lying to myself firstly because I'm essentially saying I agree with something I don't. So, if we do that, even if it is, even if we say that it's because I might lose face, I might lose responsibility with my job, I might lose my job, I might lose my pay, I might lose my promotion, I might lose um, that whole thing of being accepted by people, I'm simply lying to myself. I'm not fitting in with myself, I'm deceiving myself. So this is really, really crucial. So the more of us who start saying, I disagree with that internally and then verbalise it, then the more others will start doing it. So a leader will always be someone who will be on their own in the first place. Eventually others will follow them. And not everyone will. There will still be those who will disagree, and that's perfectly fine. It's not up to us to have everyone on board. It's up to us to firstly have ourselves on board. Only when we're true to ourselves that others begin to recognise that and they will start being true to themselves. So we don't want people to follow us necessarily. We want people to learn from us so that they too can stand side by side next to us and move forward. So next time something is said in the workplace or in the pub or at home or at your community centre or with your friends, if something is said that you disagree with, next time, quickly ask yourself, do I agree or disagree with this personally? Am I going to lie or am I going to tell the truth about this? And next time, have that courage and simply say, I disagree. And if it turns into a little bit of a squabble, that's fine. You can always say, look, I don't want to argue about this, but I simply disagree. I don't have to justify myself. I'm not here to defend myself. I disagree. Simple as that. And that's a start. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree with the government on many, many things, probably most things now. And I'm much more vocal about it. And I'm very proud of myself that I am standing up. So start noticing how much you'll be feeling differently once you start saying, I disagree. Or I agree if you've been afraid to agree with something. So start agreeing with something. But remember, it is simply a reflection of how you feel about yourself, your relationship with yourself. So today I wish you well and I wish you a great deal of awareness of uh, of yourself and what's going on. So remember, it's it's a simple thing. There's no, there's nothing complicated about making these changes. It starts with us. Uh, so let's go ahead, enjoy your day. And I look forward to getting any comments, feedback. Uh, please do email me at yaja um, at simplypossibilities.com. And uh, I'd love to get your feedback as well. So Take care and uh, speak to you soon. Bye-bye.